My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin, and today we have a special guest at Galaxy Tours. Excellent. Nice nice to be on here with you, Colin. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Really looking forward to this interview. Yeah, yeah. uh, Same here. Uh, We met at this past celebration. Uh, We were talking about doing something in the year 2024 because there's that gap of no star wars celebration and there's some star wars going on but not that much and we really wanted to get into the spirit of star wars it, it hasn't left us but you know sometimes it's good to have the inspiration and what other um great way to do that than go to some of the actual locations and davin over at galaxy tours does that davin can you please um uh can you please explain of what galaxy tours exactly is uh, sure, w- without a doubt. Uh, Galaxy Tours, what we do is we provide for fans the ability to go for all immersive holiday packages to be able to visit all of the Star Wars film sites in Tunisia. There's actually 12 of them spanned across from coastal regions to the desert in southern Tunisia. So there's a lot of different logistical aspects to be able to navigate all of that. Okay. And for us, we wanted to be able to provide for fans, all the research, all the confidence, all the trust, all the logistics to know that with, when they book with us, that we're able to provide this service for them to give them a stress-free, completely really research-free, because uh, we've done all of that for you, uh, the ability to have the holiday adventure of a lifetime in a very immersive Star Wars context in a real-world setting. That's that's the best way I can describe for you what we do. That's amazing. and. For the locations, how many locations from the actual films uh, are available to go and actually tour? Uh, Sure. So all of them are actually available to tour. Every single one that was used across all four films. Oh, all four films. You have A New Hope, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and then the very last scene for Revenge of the Sith, which was actually redone for studio, but but the the, the landscape from the Lars Homestead is there. All 12 of these sites are visitable. Uh, they are all real locations, and all of them are historic Tunisian locations as well, cultural heritage locations, so that wow. we often will get a scenario in which you have a group of fans, some of which are total Star Wars, some are tolerant, and some are like, ah, I don't really care. Right. But they're able to go they're going as a group because it's really a win-win scenario because you really do get that Star Wars immersion with the Tunisian cultural heritage all wrapped into one. You couldn't ask for a better deal. That's fantastic. And we also did discuss, because I also am an Indiana Jones fan, there's also yes. some Indiana Jones locations as well. With, without a doubt. So Raiders of the Lost Ark was filmed there uh, in 1980. And so you have so the best locations is you have uh, really, really three main ones uh, that you can identify for the Indiana Jones film sites. One is shared with uh, the the Juneland Wastes and those areas that were used in what's called Star Wars Canyon. The real name is Magar Gorge or Chappelle City Bulel. That's the Ark of the, the Ark of the Covenant procession in the canyon going yep. towards Geheimhaven. And then you have right next door, just in a date palm orchard, 
in a place called Bulhel Sadata, you had the Tanis uh, Digs archaeological site. So all the all the all the digs for we are able to see the the well the souls oh, exit wow. you're able to see the um the map room entrance all sorts of goodness now that site over time has been a bit because the date palm orchard has grown it's good yeah. for local tunisian business right it's grown for sure yep. that that one's hard to navigate but really the best indiana jones site uh, and one that we do a part of our eight-day tour is to visit the central city called kairwan and okay. in Kairwan, that was Indiana Jones Cairo. And so oh. all of the exterior scenes, all the Indy Marion chase scenes, all that action so where cool. the where the iconic Cairo swordsman scene takes place. All of that is in Cairo, or sorry, Kairwan, uh, which was then used as uh, Indy's Cairo for Raiders. That's amazing. That's now, from, from how you're talking about all this, it sounds like you are a big fan. What got you into um, into doing like this of just doing galaxy tours? Like, what was your inspiration? Sure. No, that's a fantastic question. I actually get asked that all the time. So for me, it was it was realizing a need and finding a solution for Star Wars fans. That's what it really boils down to. So over the past uh, eight, nine years, I've worked uh, intermittently uh, in Tunis itself and then throughout Tunisia. And so during my during my employment there, I was able to actually see and visit the Star Wars film sites on numerous occasions. I, I've been out to all of them on countless times. And every time I go, I, I, I realize that there is simply just an untapped potential to be able to expand uh, the visiting these sites and immersing yourself in these sites for fans on a global perspective, it just isn't done. And really the, the, the reason, biggest reason why is because Tunisians are amazing people, super generous, super hospitable to Westerners. However, they simply aren't Star Wars fans. It's not part of their cultural makeup. So they, okay. they know that Star Wars was filmed there, but they really don't know anything much about it. 99% of Tunisians really couldn't tell you who Luke Skywalker is, who Anakin Skywalker is. So it's really wow. not part of their thing. And that's okay. That's okay. Just not part yeah. of the culture. So that's the biggest reason why the Tunisian tour operators haven't really tapped into this market or, or done the research like we have for Galaxy Tours to really be able to, with great specificity, understand exactly what happened at every single site and to be able to find and locate these sites, some of which are very remote. So that was the problem I wanted to solve, was to say, how do we get Star Wars fans the ability to have this hands-on experience in a world war we we call it discovering real world Tatooine, uh, because yeah. in all reality, Tatooine is just a real city in Tunisia itself. So all those things all match together. So we wanted to say, how do we do this? And that's what inspired me based on my trips where when I was there employed and having this experience and saying, how can I bring this nostalgia that I feel when I'm at these sites? Uh, yeah. How can I get that for all Star Wars fans in an environment in which Star Wars is not really a thing in Southern Tunisia in terms of just the local populace wanting to spread it and to tap into it. So that gives you a backstory on where yeah. it came from. Yeah. Yeah, and I can definitely tell the passion is there. So that's amazing. Uh, do you have a favorite um, a favorite location uh, out I, of all twelve? I think you said. Yeah, yeah, of all twelve film sites, I do. I well, I have. I, it's actually really a hard question, and I get that asked all the time. It okay. really is difficult. Uh, I'll start with the easy one. 
for the Indiana Jones side, it's Kaiwan. No question. Okay. The, the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, uh, Cairo. Yeah. So that's, that, that's easy. That's done. That's a really fantastic experience because you are inside an, an old souk or Medina is, is the Tunisian word. And you're just wandering through and every street corner you look at, there's 17 filming areas in the souk. Every corner you pass, and you see a new indie scene, which makes it really, really fun to immerse yourself into. In terms of, if I'm looking for an isolation type of just, just have a zen type of experience, it's it's actually probably Magher Gorge or Jebel City Bulel, sometimes known as Star Wars Canyon. Okay. Uh, for me, that one is because you have so many iconic scenes that were filmed there. You had the sand crawler uh with with the jawas bringing r2d2 out to the sand crawler right after they neutralized him near what we call jawa rock and then you have the you have the area where the tuscan raider attacked luke then you have where the land speeder was parked you had the first appearance of obi-wan and obviously you have the famous hello there scene all right. captured in the interior there and then you had the summit peak which you, they looked over and, and talked to for, for Moss Eisley overlook and talked about the, the wretched hive of scum and villainy. So you have, you have all these areas and it's, it takes every time I'm there, I'm about five hours there just enjoying and scouting the locations. I've been able to identify every single film site angle for both films filmed there, A New Hope and Phantom Menace, except for one single uh, Tuscan Raider sniper uh, sequence that you have for the pod race uh, oh, because you okay. do have you, you do have some of the pod race sequences filmed there for the Tuscan Raiders. So I've spent probably collectively thirty to thirty five hours in the wow. gorge. It's fantastic. So That's that awesome. one I really love for that experience. But to be honest with you, for really two different classic experiences, I love the Hotel City Address in Matmata, classic iconic area where you actually get to sleep in Luke's home and have blue milk in the morning. That's a great experience. And that one is so immersive. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't beat that. And then obviously there's the binary sunset on the Chotejerid salt flats with the dome that's still there. It's the attack of the clones dome that's been, um, oh, that's okay. been restored by several fans. So you, you, you have that as well. Th those are really the bookends. And interestingly, Luke's home interior in Matamata in the exterior on Chotejerid salt flats yeah. about 265 kilometers away from each other that's crazy because i know there was a whole um in attack of the clones there was like the the behind the scenes like special features and they actually like showed of of, of them scouting to the different locations but that was that was over 20 years ago so yeah, exactly. um yeah so it's um it's awesome that you went and just took your time and you just did the work put in the work and and now people have these experiences so th that's incredible um so a big question that you probably do get a lot is it expensive absolutely not so what we and it's i'm glad you asked colin what, what we did purposely is we want to make this as consumable and marketable as possible we are looking at a global Star Wars fan base. And so we want to make it as accessible to as many fans as possible. So what we have done is we have for what we call our Twin Sons Expeditions. These are our multi-day tours that we do for fans to bring people into Tunisia to experience the sites. We have a four-day site or four-day tour, a six-day tour, and an eight-day tour. For example, our eight-day tour, all of these are all-inclusive. 
you, we stay, we are a premium travel company, which means we also stay at the best hotels, we eat at the best restaurants. So you have a very, uh, I, I'm not a camper. I was never a scouter, right? That's oh, okay. not my thing. And so like, for me, I want to have a very comfortable premium travel experience plus the Star Wars immersion. So we've done all that behind the scenes to make it as comfortable as possible and then to have the immersion. And so for that eight day tour, for example, it is 8,000, oh, sorry, I apologize. It is $4,000 per person, okay. US dollars. And again, the idea is you get yourself to Tunisia and then we take care of the rest. We actually pick you up in Tunis and we drop you off at Tunis right at the airport both ways. So we take care of all that for you so if you really do the price, the price comparison for eight days, $4,000 per person for That's what you're bad. getting, it's really fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, we want to really bring that as low as possible. Our four day mark is down to half that. So $2,000. So that, that's your range between two to four is what okay. you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Okay. And for the four day tour, uh, what locations are, um, are in, in that, um, sure. particular group? Sure, without a doubt. So there's two major distinctions. Number one, the four-day tour and the six-day tour are actually run by uh, Tunisian tour guides that I have personally trained in order to have them be specialized in this field. Uh, some of, a lot of that training actually includes watching and talking about Star Wars films. Because you remember, like we talked about, yeah. culturally, it's not their thing. So we actually have quizzes and talk conversations about just Star Wars theory, Star Wars narrative. That's part of the training. So those are the four and six day tours are private tours. The eight day tour, I currently lead those twice a year. And those are group tours. So that's a major distinction already between the two. Four yeah. and six day, you have the private tours. Uh, what we also do, so for the four day tour, for example, all of our tours, you're able to see all 12 film sites. That's important to me to make sure everyone gets to have all the experience, regardless of which tour you're doing. On the four day tour, what you do, you have limitations on the different experiences that we create at the film sites or in connection to Star Wars filming in Tunisia. For example, a major effort over the past three to four years that I've led with my team on the ground in Tunisia is identifying 10 different scouted locations that were potentially going to be used for Star Wars filming by, by, Luke, by Lucasfilm, but were not. And so we've identified those, we have that listed on our website. And so we actually take, as part of our tours, we also allow uh, individuals to see these different scouted locations. For the four-day tour, we have less of those. So that's okay. one difference there. You also, for the four-day tour, you obviously don't get the Indiana Jones package. That's yeah. with the eight-day tour. And uh, for example, some of the different uh, experiences that you don't have on for the six and the eight-day tour, we act, when we're on the island of Jerba, which is in the southeast of Tunisia, it's the first location that we do for the tour. When George Lucas first arrived and saw Jerba in 1975, November, he was blown away because what he realized was the architecture surrounding him was organically the very thing that he wanted to create his Star Wars universe around. And so not only do the film sites on the island of Jerba they obviously look like Star Wars because they were used for Star Wars. Yeah. All of these different landmarks around Jerba are they all look just exactly like the Star Wars universe. The classic dome scenario that we have, the long vaulted chambers, it feels and looks like Star Wars. And so what we do for the six and eight day tour, we also take uh, 
tra travelers to the very best landmarks on Jerba that aren't Star Wars sites, but okay. they sure look like Star Wars sites. And then we obviously also will take individuals. We've done a lot of research to find the Lucasfilm hotels that were used during filming in 1976, 97, and 2000. That's a nice touch. That's awesome. So it's a nice touch. We take them there. And then finally, like for example, the four day tour, we, we, you don't get a chance to meet TK1 and have tea with TK1. TK1 is this legendary individual. During part of all of our research, we wanted to identify the very, very first six original stormtroopers ever yeah. filmed in Tunisia. It's that classic iconic photo you can see in our website. Yeah. And so what we've done through the, through the research is we found last year the very first one of the original six. His name is Tahir Kawa. He's from Nefta. And so what we do is we actually, and we named Tahir Kawa TK1 because he's the first of all yeah. six, right? It's very catchy. It works. Yeah. And he's, oh, he owns that title. He loves it. And so we actually let uh, individuals on the eight-day tour uh, to be able to, and six-day tour to be able to have an experience and meet with Tahir Kawa. The four-day tour, you don't get that. That's that's fantastic. That's it's, it's, there's a lot there. I know there's a lot there, but there's really it's so much fun because we were able to really kind of piece these things together and really yeah. have a, a logical approach towards the differences between the tours. Uh, all of them are great experiences. Obviously, the eight day experience as you move towards that just gives you the overall and uh, comprehensive experience. Yeah, it, it 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 sounds like it, and um and you just talking about it gets me excited so yeah. that's awesome <laughs> uh and probably probably the most important question uh about this whole experience is can you get the actual second sun in there for <laughs> for the sunset is that possible sure. it, it's all <laughs> everything is everything is possible in post-production right so oh, that, of course. That, that totally works right so yeah there's that there's there are there are real world limitations but doing real world location hunting and that that is one of them so you do get to see the the film side itself you get to see yeah. the sun coming down we also, we go at the time of year purposely, for example, when I do my eight day tours, we go at the time of year in October and, Mar and April, those are the two times I go, that are very close and it'll help you align the exact film shot with the dome and the crater that is there. So you can really kind of get as close as you possibly can to the magical day, 29 March, 1976 at about 1847 PM oh, is when that sunset okay. was filmed. Yep. So we try to do that as much as we possibly can. We're not always there right on 29 March, uh, but but you know we on the eight day tour, but on our other tours, the four and six day tour, which allows you to book them uh, weekly uh, whenever you have your own availability. Fans can obviously line up that 29 March shot as well. That's that's incredible. That's awesome, Bevan. Uh, so where can they go? Uh, um, uh, where can people go and actually go and book their tour? Sure. We, we make that all very easily online at galaxytours.com. You can track just right at the very front page. When you open up the homepage, you'll see a big button that says book your adventure. If you pop on that, it'll take you to our uh, Twin Suns expedition page. You can look at the table comparison to figure out which one is best for you. Uh, and then you can take it from there. It's all done online, streamlined. We don't we don't use any third party uh, software or partners in order to do that. We have that all baked in in, in one experience on GalaxyTours.com to make it streamlined and better for everyone. That is fantastic. Uh, I don't have any more questions. You you answer them all. Um, I I know everyone's going to be excited. 
Uh, actually, one more question. Um, how sure. long have you been doing Galaxy Tours for? So Galaxy Tours was founded in 2020 in everyone's favorite wow. COVID era, right? So okay. terrible time, terrible time to actually found a travel company, right? So if you really think about it. So what we did is obviously we used the, the COVID era in order to really hammer and refine our research that we have, the expansive research that you'll see on galaxytours.com, especially when you look at the film sites and the scouted sites. There, there's all sorts of data there for you just to enjoy to prepare for the, the, the experience itself. So we built galaxytours.com during the COVID era. And now we've been doing, we've been giving tours actively for the past, the past year or so. And this really is our, our big year our breakout year. And that's why we're at celebration to really push things forward yeah. to really get our, our marketing refined and to do be able to have great outreach like this podcast itself. Yeah. Well that I, again, th that's amazing. The passion is there. I, uh, and if you haven't yet go and book your tour for galaxy tours, cause it sounds phenomenal. Uh, our group is hoping to go soon. So um, with that being said, uh, my name is Colin. Thank you, Devin, so much for coming on. Uh, please go and go in a galaxy far, far away. Go check out Galaxy Tours. May the force be with you always.